Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome. It's, yeah, it's podcast clusterfudge. It's clusterfudge. Yes, podcast. that's right. Yeah. Welcome. It's me. It's Carlos. It's Alan. That's right. We're here to talk about stuff. Stuff and things. Hey, Carlos, things now that stuff. you're sequestered, uh, you've been watching any streaming TV shows? Yeah, man. I finally, you know, CBS finally decided to like, well, since there's a whole thing going on where everyone's home, we'll be nice and let you see Star Trek Picard for free. All right. Other stuff for free for a month, for one month. And that's and it. Then you got to pay. You pay. Yeah. Then you got to pay for CBS. That's right. So I watched the first three episodes. Me of too. Star Trek Picard. And, uh, you know, and let's, uh, here, I got the, uh, I got the, let's, let's read the synopsis of the first episode. All right. Uh, and then we'll go, okay, so. And for those of you who know, of course, Star Trek Picard brings back the beloved character, Captain Jean-Luc Picard, from the uh, hit TV series, Star Trek The Next Generation, from the late 80s, early 90s, and it brings him back. So this takes place uh, about 30 years later after the events of uh, Star Trek uh, The Next Generation. So here we go, episode one of Star Trek Picard. In 2399, retired Admiral Jean-Luc Picard is uh, interviewed about his retirement. Uh, then there's a flashback about an attack on Mars by Rogue Synthetics uh, mm. just before the Romulan supernovas. So from the movie, what is it, Insurrection? Because there are two of their, like every movie that they did for Next Generation was about the crew basically defying orders. Like two of them was the crew defying orders. Nemesis, one of them, I think, was the one. Nemesis is the, the one, last, yes. Yeah, it's the last movie, and it's the most references in the show is Nemesis. Yeah, so Nemesis, which I did not care for as a movie. No, I agree. Uh, so Nemesis and... Uh, oh, but then from the... Um, oh, goodness. From the... Uh, oh, from the new Star Trek, they brought in Romulus uh, the Supernova from the new Star Trek movies. They brought that in um, because that wasn't from the old movies that, you know, in Nemesis, we just had a oh. Romulan uprising. Yes, but like it, you had the old Spock. And so it still ties into that old continuity. So yeah. And then it in makes the movies, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, all right. So blah, blah, blah. Starfleet banned synthetics and reneged on its promise to aid in the evacuation of the Romulans prompting Picard to resign and retire to his vineyard. A woman named Dodge kills Romulan assailants after they infiltrate her apartment and murder her boyfriend. Uh, she experiences visions of Picard after seeing his interview. Well, before as well, really before. This is wrong. She seeks him out. Uh, Picard visits the Starfleet Archive Museum where he examines a painting by the late Lieutenant Commander Data that, that features a woman who resembles Dodge. Dodge asks Picard for his help, but is killed by the Romulan assassins. Picard, a spoiler alert, Picard's questions scientist Agnes Girardi about the possibility of creating a sentient organic passing android. So basically like something from uh, Battlestar Galactica. Mm. Uh, they had a word. What were the word for the Battlestar Galactica android? The Cylons. The Cylons. Basically a Cylon. Uh, deducing that Dodge is actually Data's daughter. Girardi tells him Dodge must have, had, must have an identical twin sister. At a Romulan reclamation site located inside of Borg Cube, Romulan Narek meets Saj Asha, the sister in question. 
Oh, so Daj and Soji. Sorry, Soji Asha and Daj Asha. All right, so that's the synopsis for the first of the three first episodes okay. of Picard. <clears throat> Initial thoughts. I love it. I love the look. Did you? I love the stuff. I did. I like the style. Mm-hmm. I like that they're not married, you know, which, you know, you would already know if you watch Discovery. And I've seen like a handful of episodes of Discovery, but obviously they are taking the Star Trek franchise. They're blending like, you know, modern day storytelling and modern day camera, modern day look and feel with like, you know, the, the canon of the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really, I really enjoyed the way it was very natural lighting outdoor sets are going to a lot of sets it's not it doesn't seem to be i you know in studio you know right. what i mean everything seemed to be like at a actual on location obviously there were some parts i don't know if it's in this episode and uh you know again i've only seen the first three episodes i've heard little bits and rumors about what happens but i'm gonna try to avoid mm-hmm. talk of any of that beyond the three the three episodes convey mm-hmm. but uh so yeah let's okay so Something went down. Oh, so it starts with the dream that uh, does. It starts with the dream that Picard has with Data, where yeah. he has a vision. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't crazy about the Data makeup the first right. time I saw it. Mm-hmm. When they showed him again painting, he looked better than okay. when he was sitting playing the card game because he had chubby cheeks in the poker well, that's game. Not, it, that's not makeup. <laughs> I know it's because Brent Spiner is a human being who right. is aged 30 years, you know, mm. and he's not, he's not, you know, he doesn't look bad now. He just looks like someone who's 30 years older. Right. So like everybody else, he's gained, you know, like some people he's gained some weight, um, not a lot of weight, but you know, just enough to be like, not as felt as data mm-hmm. was, but that was already showing in some of the later movies, like he's right. a human being. But th- when they show them painting, mm. the, the makeup looked a little better. And like, I could, I know they're not going to make his character a recurring thing, but I could get used to accepting this as data as long as I don't see old data a lot, you know? If mm. you don't compare the two standing together, it's like, this is fine. I buy it. Right, if you don't watch footage from 1989. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Picard has his, uh, you know, he has his vision or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. like, it'll, I don't know. It's not a bit, it's a nightmare, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I'm just going to, it's just a nightmare. It's just a nightmare he has about something that went wrong. And we find out later, you know, Picard was like, we got to help the Romulans leave Romulus prime or whatever. That's a later episode, right? Since, uh, I mean, after... but yeah, it's a later episode, but when you get the story mm-hmm. of what happened, right? Because, you know, there's a big exposition drop when he gets interviewed. Um, yes. So is that in this episode? Yeah. The interview happened <clears throat> in this episode. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. um so whatever we get a little flashback so we get like okay picard had a dream about data they were you know ride or die bros we get it all right and also whatever guilt or something whatever went wrong with mars um then we go to the couple the dodge and her boyfriend and they're trying to have sexy time Mm -hmm. uh you know and like this, you know, I don't know what species he is, but he seems like he was raised on, you know, 2010 Earth because he's acting like a modern day dude or whatever. Uh, you know, he's not really acting alien, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, the, the makeup on him is great. And then, oh, but he seems like a really nice guy. And then, oh, no, he gets killed. And right. it sucks. And it's like, 
wait, don't you guys have stun? And it's like, no, I guess not, because who we find out the assailant star, but sucks. And then she goes all born in identity. Mm-hmm. Things triggered in her to uh, defend herself, and she doesn't know what's happening, but she has a Picard vision, like, go seek this out. You know, this guy will help you. And it's like, it gives you an idea of who may have been involved with whatever her upbringing or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, you know, she has a conversation with her mom, and her mom's like, yeah, go to Picard. So I didn't tell her about Picard. And her mom's like, whatever, go to Picard. Go to Picard. So, like, by the end of that episode, like, what they tell you about her, you find out through the episode that she may be Data's daughter and that she may be a synthetic, and you see her do things that, like, seemingly only a synthetic could do. Mm-hmm. Because even, like, an alien, I don't know of any, I mean, it's presumable that there are aliens that could do the jump. She did at one point on the rooftop of a Starfleet building. Right. But, um, you know, it's like, yeah, you're probably a synthetic that looks like a human. So you're like a Cylon. So my thinking is, of course, that the mom is just like this pre-programmed whatever, like this AI that just responds like a mom unless there's trouble and then says different things if there's trouble. Right. Uh, You know, and then Picard like feels bad. Oh, you know, let's not forget the uh, helpers. Picard's at his vineyard. He's been retired from Starfleet for some time for, what, 15 years? Yeah, about about 15 years. Mm -hmm. He's been retired. He was an admiral. He retired. Uh, So good for him. So we, we, okay, so 15 years after the series and the movies, maybe, or Mm -hmm. at least the series, he eventually has to retire. He says, if you don't help the Romulans, I'm going to retire. And they say, we're not going to help the Romulans. This was released, I think, 17 years ago. Okay, so then he got promoted Mm -hmm. shortly after that. Okay, yeah, that's right, because he wasn't in the role in the movie. And I'm pretty sure, and like I haven't verified it, but I'm fairly certain that this show pretty much disregards the book series that have come out. Probably. You know, from the movies and from the shows, which is a detailed and rich series of events that have occurred. And, you know, I've read some of them, and they're good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a scenario where Picard, you know, he's on the E and now that Riker is on Titan, which probably doesn't happen in the show verse and like the TV universe. Mm-hmm. That's probably gone. Right. But, you know, they mix in the Voyager characters and the DS9 and all of them are mixed up and they're all like mm-hmm. promoted. And, you know, like uh, what's her name? Dax. Uh, Ezra Dax is like a captain now or she was hmm. a captain at some point. And she okay. was like a rookie like ensign lieutenant or whatever on ds9 so it's crazy mm-hmm. um and wharf is number one uh on mm. and on the enterprise and that may have still happened right you know we don't know how much of the book continuity they may keep or they may dismiss mm-hmm. but what end of nemesis so, where did we leave picard at the end of nemesis because he was still the captain of the enterprise but well, Riker was leaving Riker had left with deanna mm-hmm. um and then uh, Data had uh, sacrificed himself, so he's no longer second officer. So yeah, probably Worf would be next in line as far as his bridge crew. Yeah, and well, you know, assuming that Worf was on his bridge crew, which at that point they were like playing fast. Oh, he was on where Deep Space was. Nine, yeah. yeah. You know, like Worf was on the crew. He was, he was on the ship. They just right. never explained it away. They're like, you know what, fuck, you know, in this... In this continuity, Worf stays on the Enterprise or he's back. Because yeah. Worf, Worf, at the end of DS9, Worf became the ambassador to Starfleet. 
I believe right. that's, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gowron made him the ambassador. It's like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to have to be the chancellor, uh, but you made me do it. So I'm going to make you be ambassador. Mm-hmm. Even though if you don't want to do it, that's what you're going to be good at. Yeah. Uh, and in the book series, he eventually resigns from <clears throat> ambassadorship and his son takes over, whatever. And he goes back into Starfleet. Maybe he's like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. And, you know, then he's like, I don't, he fights being the first officer of the Enterprise because he's like, I made him a, de- a decision back in the day that put my own personal, like the person I cared for above my duty, uh, which was like a DS9 episode or a book or something. It's confusing now, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. But um, eventually he becomes the first officer of the Enterprise E because Picard's like, no, I want you to be my friggin' first officer. You're the guy, you're my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, it's a rich, it's a rich universe in the books, but blah, blah, blah. Picard has like two helpers on his vineyard who are both Romulans, it turns out. And it's right. hard for me to distinguish Romulans from Vulcans in this series. Me too. Uh, in because particular, we see- they know in Next Generation, they adhered to separating physically the Vulcans and the Romulans with the, 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 the forehead imprint. And now, and they actually do a little bit of an explanation in the show but like the 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 male helper in his house, he if you look closely, he does have a bit of an imprint on his head, whereas the female does not. Yeah. And in a later episode, she refers to him as a northerner, um, which. Oh, yeah, that's right. When she smacks the head of that other dude. Yeah. So in um, back when Gene Roddenberry was alive. He made a joke that uh, the reason why the Klingons and next gen and the movies look different than in the original series is he said one was from the North and one was from the South part of huh. Klingon. And, uh, that's, that's, a that seems to clearly be a reference to that. He was joking at the time. Um, mm-hmm. but they, it, it is kind of nice that they, they have a bit of this continuity in Picard yeah. of making the Romulans look like Vulcans, because that was a huge plot point in the original series. Yeah. When they first discovered that the Romulans, Hey, they look just like Vulcans. What's up Spock. And he's like, yeah, yeah it's we're, like, we're oh, really, well, let me tell you. Yeah. And um, then in Next Generation, you can clearly dete- detect the difference between the two. So that was no longer. Except that one episode where that dude that was like, my mother was a Romulan or my father was a Romulan. The, uh, what is it? The drum, the drum. Oh, the, I forget the name of the episode, but that's where there was a witch hunt. Mm. Uh, the witch hunt episode where the one guy worked in Starfleet. He was on the Enterprise. But he was like his mother was a Romulan, so they brought some ambassador lady, and she was like, uh, "I'm I'm gonna search out everyone, and I'm gonna investigate everyone." And you, Picard, I'm gonna investigate you. And Worf was riding with her for a while. He's like, "Yeah, we need to clean out the crap." But then he's like, "Oh, I can't believe that she manipulated me like that." And Picard's like, "Yeah, it's a slippery slope, Worf." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so he does one of his speeches to be like. Uh, you know, you know, you're, and he uses her father's own words, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. I like the Romulans that work for Picard. They're awesome. Yeah, Even yeah. though the woman seems to have like an Irish brogue going on, like a slight yeah. Irish accent. I'm like, what is, what is that? You're mm-hmm. a Romulan. You live uh, in France. Why are you speaking like an Irish person? Yeah. And, I, and I'm glad know, in the movies, they, they want off in this uh, Nosferatu type look. And there was... Yeah. Uh, at one point, they're like, "No, these are the the Remans, the sister yeah. 
planet of the Romulus. And it's like, but then you go to um, the J.J. Abrams movie and um, Eric Bana is looking just like the Remans and he's saying he's a Romulan. So now you're saying all Romulans have shaved heads and look like freaking Nosferatu. Yeah. So now we're kind of going back to zero where it's like, no, no, no. These are supposed to look like Vulcans. Let's get back to them looking like Vulcans. And I do like that, that they've returned to that. Yeah. I tell you, there was neat to have Romulans there because, and you know what? Again, that goes, this show is really, this first episode is a great pilot episode, a great first, and it's not a pilot because I'm sure they're like, we're going to do it no matter what, this is happening. And it's the beginning of a series arc, which has now recently ended. Uh, no spoilers because only first three episodes, but I really like the feel of it. I like that they drop us in like 30 years later. I like mm-hmm. that there's friction between Picard and Starfleet. You know, they dirty up that utopian universe a little bit, and then they dirty it more. And I don't want to jump ahead, but there is a clear thing about some people having more than other people who live in the Federation. You know, yes. like, and they talk no, about- No, there's definitely, I, money is, is now a thing again, according yeah. to Picard, uh, Star Trek Picard. So there's yeah. two things that if you recently either watched Next Generation or if you recently watched Star Trek The Voyage Home, you're going to notice two things. One, now we use money again, uh, which, the, you know, Kirk and Spock were confused as holy heck, what the heck is money when they were 1986? And two, people are swearing all over the place. That was confusing to them as well when they went back to 1986. But according to Picard, Star Trek Picard, um, people are swearing up and down from like, you know, high ranking members of the Federation to, uh, you know, random people here and there just, you know, dropping F-bombs oh. and saying S here and there. And it's just like, what, what, <laughs> we, we let go a lot of the Gene Roddenberry uh, utopia in this series. Oh, let's, um, okay, so, yeah. Yeah, we are. And some of it, like, I feel like they should have made a, tried to make a better effort to allow for the whole moneyless society thing. Mm-hmm. It's like that, I'm like, well, okay. But you know what? Like from Jump, when we went to his vineyard, I'm like, well, wait a second. How is it that you get to have a vineyard? You know what I mean? It's like, how can people have things? Because does everyone have a vineyard? Is it like allocated? You know, is it Mm -hmm. evenly distributed or like whatever? Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So let's see. Dodge. Dodge was delightful. And it was very sad to see her die. And it was such an awful death, too. Like acid death. Like, Mm. ugh. Um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, the archive. I'm not sure why he has his own little archive room. I guess like people of certain stature and Starfleet get their own like archive room for like, you know, keep this here until I die. Then you can put it in a museum or whatever. And we saw the Captain Picard Day banner, which was fun. Um, and we also had this great thing now where they digitize shit like storage. It's digitized in a quantum archive. And then when you want to bring it out of storage, it's actually like 3D printed, basically, mm-hmm. which is an amazing concept. I really love that concept. Mm-hmm. I love some of the tech that they have, even though it makes it seem like magic now. Well, you call uh, it 3D like, printing, but the 3D printer is more like a replicator. Yeah, yes, that's true. You're right. Um, but the idea of like the concept, though, of storing things in that way, I don't think we've seen Mm-hmm. Until now. The only time we right. saw reference to it, honestly, the first time was that episode, the Dyson Sphere episode, 
of Next Generation with um, Scotty, Scotty yeah. where he stored himself in the pattern buffer. And obviously this is a different thing. And you're right, we do have replicators, but mm -hmm. the idea of like storing non like disposable items, I guess, or just non like, like, like supplies or things to build things. That it's literally the same drink. thing is what you're saying. Yeah, that this is mm -hmm. like, this is the painting and mm -hmm. I need you to digitally store a copy of the painting. Yeah. And it's like, well, we can make replicas. Like, no, this is just for storage, mm -hmm. which is, it's a whole different, you know, whatever. It's like um, scanning your photographs. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like scanning. Yeah. It's like scanning a document, but you get a perfect replica of the document. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like a digital picture. Right. It's like taking a picture with your digital camera mm -hmm. or a digital recording. It's like you yeah. have it forever and you can put it anywhere. Mm -hmm. I really love that idea. I yeah. love their little stargates that they have where they mm -hmm. just walk through. You know, it looks like a stargate. Oh, the trans they're transporters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but Okay, so. Da, 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 da. Okay, the assassin. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, then Picard goes to the Daystrom Institute in Okinawa. And we get the Bruce Maddox uh, name check mm -hmm. from the episode where, you know, that famous Star Trek episode from, I think, season three, where Data is trying to say that I'm a, I'm a person. I'm not a thing. I'm a person. Starfleet can't just take me and do stuff with me. I'm an individual. Right. Uh, yeah. And Bruce Maddox. But even in the book series, like, uh, you know, they show it in the show as well. But even in the book series, like Data and Bruce Maddox have been in communication and like Bruce Maddox plays so wait, a role in the book series was, as well. Did Maddox ever appear in Next Gen? No, only the one time. He in so the he trial. Did. Yeah, one time in the one episode where Data was on trial. Yeah, that was him. That was him. That's Bruce I didn't realize Maddox. that was the same name. Okay. Yep, that's the guy. But Maddox. it's a different actor, right? Uh, I mean, I have not seen the later episode, so I can't tell you that. Okay. Maybe. Oh, uh, I that's know right. Because that he, I, I have seen episode five, and he is in episode five. Yeah. So don't tell me what happens to him. But Hugh is no, the same man. actor. Um, so, okay. yeah. So and then they bring this idea that oh, we gotta make we gotta make Cylons as twins. That's the way you do them. You can't mm -hmm. do it like just one for reasons. Um, what? That's so unprofessional right now. Sorry. Right it's unprofessional. It's the, uh, you make me sick. Um, so, oh, and then the Romulans have their own board cube that they're gutting and salvaging somehow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm curious if that's a specific board cube from a specific thing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. is that the board cube first contact? And they just, but then how did the Romulans get their hands on it? Or was like the galaxy just felt sorry for them and said, Hey, that's that your planet's gone. Here's a board cube. Try to make some money off that. Right. You know, which mm -hmm. is it? Oh, and in this universe, I guess Vulcan is still around. Yeah, Vulcan has to be around in this universe because right. otherwise that would fundamentally change everything. Yes. So that's like an alternate timeline where Vulcan was destroyed. Mm -hmm. Okay, but uh, which is fine with me. Keep that right. shit over there. Yeah, exactly. And let's fix it, actually. Let's, you make mm -hmm. one more movie, I don't want it, but if you make it, fix that shit. Mm -hmm. Clean mm -hmm. it up and close, yep. close the loop. Okay, yep. but yeah, the Borg are basically salvaging. I mean, the Romulans are salvaging a Borg cube, and it's so interesting. Uh, I'm very curious to see more episodes about what that is about and what's going on and their audacity. Their audacity to like, oh, we got this Borg cube, but be careful. And again, <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard rumors about what may be going on. Um, 
Okay, so like any other thoughts? First episode, any other thoughts? Um, no. Thoughts I mean, I, yeah, in general, because yeah, I'm going off of five episodes now. Um, but like in general, I kind of covered what I mentioned earlier, which was the uh, the money and the the the, the non utopia we're looking at here in Picard. It's different than what we saw. Yeah, next generation. Um, and yeah, it's like you get data a little bit in this one episode and it's, it's like, it would be nice to me to, to hear, um, that, that old members of the show are going to be regulars, but clearly we're not going to get that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't necessarily need to see that either because they're all, they're all older now, you know, they're all a little rounder. They're a little older. Yeah. But there's that old, there's the old relationship that they have, you know, it's like there's history. It's like when you had DeForest Kelly working with Shatner again and Nimoy and it was like, you you have that feeling of, oh, these guys have been around the block together. You get it. Um, however, I do know that, um, I don't know if you saw this episode, but there is a brief conversation he has with an old doctor friend of his uh, from the Stargazer. Yes, I saw that. And I saw that actor. I like that actor. Yes. And that was good. And I would like to see more of that, too. Even though he wasn't on Next Generation, I think that that would be really cool to see people that he's got an old kinship with that he's not at odds with like he is with these other people. And you know, the, the, the girl that calls him JL all the time and she's clearly on the outs with him and kind of sort of warming up to him again. And I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a history that I don't quite get yet because we're, we're evolving. We're learning. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I, I like, that, you know, like Picard has his Enterprise friends and all his, uh, that crew. But, you know, on the Enterprise, he never talked a lot about Stargazer. And, like, we get to see this doctor from Stargazer. Because right. it's like, I was on the Stargazer for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I had these friends. And, like, you know, we were ride or die, too. Mm-hmm. But then I moved on. And now I'm in this different place. And that's how it is in the military. Right. You serve with people. But sometimes you move on to other assignments. Mm-hmm. But you still have love for them. But, you know, you know so I like now that we're seeing all these people he's interacted with, like, I love, like, so far I love his, like, Romulan, I don't know, employees. They're awesome. Yeah, no, I do like, like them too, yeah. They're great, you know, even mm-hmm. though she talks with a little Irish brogue, like, whatever, we'll say that's, oh, that's a Romulan dialect. Mm-hmm. Okay, Irish lady. Uh, right. Uh, but I like them a lot. They're so cool. And then, you know, they're at some point they show that they're not just vineyard experts, like, they've done some badassery. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but I, you know, I did, and and I don't mind that we're not seeing the old crew, you know, maybe a little bit and bit just because, like, I, I like that this it, it, this show has a different feel, it's its own thing, and it's like, yeah, this is you know Picard, you know, later the college years, whatever. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. Is, I'm you know different, different people, and I'll interact with other people, but I'm making new friends. Go and make new friends, Picard. Go and make some new friends, and he has, and we get to yeah. see those friends. Oh, I don't know if it's the first episode or the second episode. It may be the second episode where he goes to Starfleet for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's... Uh, wait, because he went to the archive to get the thing and then Dodge found him. So no, it's the second episode. Okay. Um, so let's, let's move on to the second episode. All right, so the second episode... Um they they show the attack by the synthetics, so we get to kind of yeah, see that was firsthand. Some, 
And that's really interesting, the whole yeah. idea of synthetics. And we'll, we'll unpack that in a second. Well, that was interesting. Well, what you mentioned was the, the episode that kept coming to mind to me, which was like, I thought they put the kibosh on them replicating uh, data. Because this seems to be using well, technology to replicate them as a whole fleet of people in the Federation. Okay, so yeah, that is the nightmare scenario. Well, no, I, I think it's okay. So they've kind of explored this in Voyager as well, but with holography. But um, it is like it's 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 a it's it's a gateway to the nightmare scenario that Picard thought of in that old TNG episode where you're like, what if we make an army where, uh, what's her name? Um, Guinan was like, wouldn't that be great to have a disposable, a race of people that you just treat like things. Mm. And now it's happening, except they're not sentient. I do Mm. believe that these, these synthetics, the ones that we saw that pulled it off, they are just tools. They Mm. are just like straight up ask and answer without the positronic brain. It's like, and they make it clear to say the doctor, Dr. Girardi is like, no, we can't make a data without data. So Mm. no one's made anything like data, you know, but, you know, but especially like, honestly, and I think that they've kind of screwed up a little by letting holography be so sophisticated, especially in Voyager, having the doctor be as sophisticated and human-like as he was made it Mm -hmm. seem like, well, why can't they just download this? into a robot body right and then you have like this sentience in a body so mm-hmm. you know i i'm not surprised they got there 15 years after tng mm-hmm. uh at all. i'm not surprised and it's still they've kept it where it's like he's still these things aren't data but they are androids mm-hmm. and we can't and they do have ai and they're not sentient per se but they are tools so they are like the emergency like hollow, you know, the EMH, they're like, they, they have a purpose and they do their purpose. And it's only because the doctor's on for so long and like his neuro pathways or whatever, blah, 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 that he becomes like more than just this tool. But at the very beginning, he is just a tool, you know, right. and these androids are just androids. Mm-hmm. So but anyway, yeah, we, see, I mean, we see more on this, uh, this, um, board cube ship, um, Apparently, and I didn't even realize this watching the show, but I'm reading this in the, in the summary. The uh, the project director is Hugh. Yeah. From iBorg, the episode yeah, iBorg. Yeah, like the, the Borg liaison, it seems like. And um, so Soji, Soji is the uh, the sister? Yep. Soji is the, the sister android, and she is on board the cube. And uh, we're learning more about uh, what they do on the cube and... Uh, you know, they're basically experimenting on former Borg there. But I don't think people in general know that she's an android on the show, I think, right? no, they don't. Except, well, the one I think Romulan that's in the third knows, episode. Right? But you look at the, the, you know, okay, so. Um, yeah, Soji doesn't seem to know that she's an android. The Romulan, uh, we <clears> find <throat> out that the Romulan know. And, and we don't know if the Romulans are tricking the Vulcan um, head of Starfleet Intelligence, or if the Vulcan head of Starfleet Intelligence, maybe she's a Romulan, or maybe she knows that the you know maybe they're working together in a joint Starfleet Romulan uh, task force or something to weed out the synthetic for whatever reason. Um, so we we had the we had a scene where you know Picard decides uh, I let this person die. She if she's who I think she was, she's as dear to me as my old friend. I got to help save her sister if there's a sister. 
He gets his Irish Romulan housekeeper to help investigate at the, the dead twins' apartment. And she pulls out some He-Man and the Masters of the Universe technology and does a let's see what happened in this room a couple of nights ago sweep. Mm-hmm. And do you remember that from Masters of the Universe? They had that no. technology. They had the same technology. Evelyn did something. She pulled out a doohickey and she's <laughs> like, let's see what happened. Boop. And then they saw the stuff that happened before and it's the same thing she did. Wow. Which is That's insane. before they did that on The Flash. Yeah, and oh, I didn't even know he did on The Flash. And they yeah. didn't even... They, like uh, Cisco even... in The Flash said that uh, mirrors can hold <laughs> like memories of stuff that happened. Like it stores it in the silver. And so we oh, okay. a dimensional image. And he's like, wait a second. There's another speedster here in that night, that fateful night that your mother got killed. So like, oh, God. Yeah, so anyway. Oh, Lord. Uh, back to Star Trek. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> don't get all nerdy on me back to start. Sorry. Uh, okay, so then they figure out, like, so apparently his Laris and the other Romulan dude, they are old Tal Shiar, or at least old, definitely Romulan soldiers, probably mm-hmm. Tal Shiar by what they say. Uh, so she's helping him, but they seem to be good. Um, and I hope they stay good, or at least like we want your best interest, Picard, even if we may be secret spies or whatever, which I don't know yet, but they're Romulan. You never know. You can never mm. trust a Romulan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they bring out, oh, you know, the Tal Shiar, but there's something more than the Tal Shiar. Like, you know, like there's Starfleet Intelligence and then there's Section 31. Mm-hmm. There's the Tal Shiar and then there's the Zat Vash. And mm-hmm. right now we were thinking, oh, there's Romulan Intelligence. And there's Tal Shiar, but no, it's Tal Shiar. And then this other thing. Mm -hmm. And they have a deep-rooted hatred of synthetics. Why? I've heard a rumor. I don't want to even blow that up. until Don't blow that up, because I don't know what that is yet. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. So, Narek, meanwhile, at the... So, they do this investigation, and they find the... uh, they, They pull a call from the sister from the computer somehow they like you know science it away but they're like look they did a sweep but they did a bad sweep because they were trying to do a bad sweep blah 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 here's her sister uh let's see if we can find this lady and then meanwhile we find out that the sister is working under the romulan's nose um uh and she's at this board cube i don't know um getting deborgifying people from what i could see she was deborgifying people uh, or helping to do that. Uh, and this Narek guy who is undercover Zat Vash, presumably, and has a weird relationship with his sister, uh, is undercover mm-hmm. and hooking up with her, trying to figure out what she knows from the inside out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then we get the Stargazer with the doctor from the Stargazer, which we never met. A great character actor, mm-hmm. and um, he informs Picard that he has that terminal brain condition that we found out about at the the end of the finale, the series finale of Next Generation. I'm pretty oh. sure it's a reference to that because he said Picard said, um, "Oh, I was told many years ago that this might be a problem." Mm. He said something to that effect, and I think he's referring to this thing that made him a little cuckoo. Not mm-hmm. cuckoo, but like Alzheimer'y. Yeah, in yeah. The last episode, and then they're like, "Well, we caught it early. Maybe we can stop it." Mm-hmm. I think this is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he asks this guy to let me 
let me give me make it so that I can fly through space, please. And thank you. And the guy's like, sure, buddy. But then he goes to Admiral Clancy, who is the the actress who did the voiceover work for Neg in uh, Hercules, the Disney animated uh, movie. She was the voice of Neg, that actress. And she was also in uh, a movie called Making Mr. Right, which was about John Malkovich playing an android. Okay. And sending him to space. So... There's an Android connection there. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely, lovely woman. I mean, and she's mm-hmm. aged pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they're like, fuck you, Picard. <laughs> what the You're hell? You're anti-Starfleet <laughs> bullshit. Get the hell out of my and office. And Picard doesn't, like, flinch an eye. Like, yeah, and he's like... What, what does that even me. mean? What are these swear words coming out of your <laughs> mouth? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Kirk and Spock don't get swear yeah. words. Okay, so maybe Bob <laughs> yeah. didn't recognize 1980s swear words. And he's uh-huh. like, I don't understand these 1980s swear words. Or it's because Spock was still cooking because he just got resurrected. So that didn't Yeah, except yet. Kirk like, didn't know how to swear either. Kirk is like, people old in this Old-timey swearing. Era. It's yeah, old-timey okay, swearing. Okay. He, would, he well, couldn't a, use a, swears a, from the uh, modern day. Uh, Double dumbass. And that's that works. <laughs> I get what he's saying. <laughs> he's making up a new swear. I, wish, I get it. I wish this admiral were trying to chew out Kirk and he, he just responds with uh, a double fucking audacity on you. Yeah. <laughs> double fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> I could swear too. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, and they have the model of the Enterprise up, and the guy doesn't know who Picard is, which. I call bullshit, but whatever. It's been it's been 15 years since he retired. Mm-hmm. Presumably, 20 years since his like glory days. Mm-hmm. But no, he tried to save the Romulan. I find it on, hard to believe he was on Galactic News being interviewed, yeah. and everyone knows who he is. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that that guy didn't know who he is. Like the right. one guy mm-hmm. is like, "What? I don't know who you are." Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then we get. Um, I think it happens in the next episode. All right, so episode get, three. You want to skip there? Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Okay. Oh, okay, so no, Commodore, Commodore O. We meet Commodore O, the Vulcan Commodore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, um, you know, she talks with Admiral Clancy. And she's obviously, like, suspicious. And she's like, you know, she deflects, deflects, deflects. But then she brings in somebody into her room. And it's like, hey, what's going on? We got to take care of this Picard thing. And the woman's like, you want me to kill him? And she's like, no, I don't want you to kill him. I want you to do undercover work like you're supposed to do to avoid the screw-ups that have happened. And then we'll figure out if we want to kill him. So do your job is what I want you to do. Mm -hmm. And apparently this underling is not only a Romulan in disguise with her round ears, but her sticking out ears, which good casting choice or good job of getting that woman's ears to kind of protrude. She has big ears. Mm-hmm. Um, or they stick out really wide, like Will Smith's kids uh, and Will Smith. They're big. Or Martin Lawrence. Is it Martin Lawrence's ears that stick out? Someone's ears stick out. And um, uh, and then she talks with her brother, who's Narek, but they seem really super freaky close. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we'll find out. I don't know what we'll find out about them. It's weird. Um, I think, yeah, straight up, I think, their note was like, your step-siblings, wink, mm-hmm, wink. Mm-hmm. I 
feel like is the motivation they were giving me because they are close. Yeah, no uh, kidding. Where they talk really close mm-hmm. to each other. It's like a dangerous um, liaisons. Uh, yeah. What do you call? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Malkovic and uh, and uh, what's your face? Uh, Catwoman. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So yeah, now so Picard they say no, and then at the end Picard finds his old badge, mm-hmm. old Starfleet badge, old logo, and he's don't like, smack your microphone, Carlos. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> don't hang up. I need a favor, mm-hmm. and I think that brings us to the next episode. Next episode is where he reunites with Raffi, which is yeah. his old uh, lieutenant that he knew back during the Starfleet days. Like, what was he? Just an admiral doing a desk mm-hmm. job, and he was he was close to uh, this woman Raffi. So she's out in, of all places, Vasquez Rocks. Yeah, where they filmed all sorts of next gen and original series episodes. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? The, yeah, um, no. What is that's the episode great. where Kirk fights the uh, Gorn captain, that lizard guy you see at the end of every episode, the, the closing credits? Is that Vasquez Rock? That's at Vasquez Rock. That's like well, that's, that's awesome. Places, uh, that was episodes that was filmed at Vasquez Rock. But there are several Next Gen episodes as well as some other uh, original series episodes that are at Vasquez Rocks. But uh, she's literally... She has a lot of fun Easter eggs. Yeah, you know, no, it is cool. I'll tell you. Um, but anyway, he asks her for a favor and he brings a, a bottle of wine from his, uh, from his chateau. And she's like, fuck you. And he's like, what? That's the second time I've heard that. What does that mean? What does this, what is this language? Double, double you on you. F, F Am I U using it right? As well, I guess. F you in the A. How about that? <laughs> I got some double, double F you in the double A. You double A hole. Um, and so, meanwhile, on the board cube, which the the cube is known as the artifact. Yeah. And, and Hugh, the director, um, he's he's performing a little bit of an autopsy on a former Borg drone. Yeah. Right. And um, oh, and then like a psychic uh, Romulan who's like kind of in their insane ward. She's yeah, this sort of Romulan tarot card reading, and she uh, fingers out uh, Soji as the destroyer. Oh, that's that's not just the insane ward; that's the all the Romulans ward. Okay, my understanding was that these are all the Romulans that were assimilated, uh, and they're all in this one room together. So apparently, Romulans don't take well to being assimilated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it messes up with their with their brains. Okay, it looks like because we have Q. And we mm-hmm. have Picard, and we have mm-hmm. Seven of Nine. Right. So clearly, there are you know another Borg that have been like deep each bed, each bed, each head, each bed mm-hmm. from Voyager. So other Borg even deborgify them fine, but these Romulans did not take well to the deborgification. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. Um, or maybe this woman's affecting all of them, but by close she is because at the end they all don't like Soji, the mm-hmm. same way that the woman didn't. Yeah. Um, calls her the destroyer. Yeah, the destroyer. The destroyer has come. Choose, <laughs> Choose the, the form of the destroyer. A uh, cute girl. <laughs> the choice has been made. No, wait, no. <laughs> Did you choose anything? Yeah, a cute girl. A, cho- a cute girl came into my mind. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Double cute girl on you, damn it. <laughs> any okay. any thoughts before we wrap up our our triple coverage of the first three episodes? 
Yeah, okay. So Narek's sister shows up, first in hologram form, then in real deal form, um, you know, and they get like really super close to each mm-hmm. other. That's what they have, that super close talk. Uh, but then she has her pointy ears again. So, I mean, I guess it's easy to do that surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then these, the Zot Bash attack Picard at his place. Right. And then the two, the Laris and Zaban, they go all Tal Shiar on their ass. Mm-hmm. With a little help from Picard and Dr. Girati. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they interrogate one of them. Uh, but then he destroys himself in a pool of acid. Uh, Commodore O interrogates Gerardi or talks with her to mm-hmm. figure out what's going on. Um, Gerardi decides to join Picard. Oh, and they get out. We meet uh, Rios, Captain Rios, Pilot Rios. At the I end, right? His... At the end of the episode. Yeah. Oh, and he has an EMA. He has an E everything H. Yeah, everyone's emergency everything hologram. He's got a whole group of holographic friends on the. So, ship. what does that tell us about? Uh, Rios, he does not like having people around mm-hmm. at all. He likes to be by himself. And also, is it just me? Those holograms were him, right? Yes, they the same actor. Like him? Correct. Okay. Because the first guy, I'm like, they look kind of similar, but I, I couldn't tell for sure. But then when the emergency navigation hologram showed up, I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, that's you, right? Just with a different yeah. haircut. And, and uh, different so, accents. Yeah, he, they all have different accents. Yeah. Yeah. He did have like a weird, he had an Irish brogue too. Right. He's got, you've got an Irish, there's an Irish version, there's a Spanish version, and there's an English version. All right, calm down, spoiler, spoiler McGee. Oh. But I like this Rios guy. I didn't realize I skipped ahead. I like this uh, Rios guy. Oh, Rizzo. Mm -hmm. What a great name for that Romulan undercover Starfleet lady, Rizzo. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I think that this show is going to try to trick us, so I think that these I think it's going to be like, well, yeah, Starfleet and Romulus are on this joint thing because yeah. you got to do a thing before something happens. I do like maybe- the I do like the 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 doctor scientist Allison Pill. What what her character name is? Gerardi. Gerardi. Um, Doctor Gerardi. So I know apparently Allison Pill. She played uh, the the drummer from Cherry Babam from. Scott- oh yeah, that's her. Yeah. I kept thinking that that was Captain Marvel for the longest time. Oh, really? I realized that Captain that was Marvel Brie was another character. Yeah, Brie Larson. I always thought like Brie Larson was that character in the movie, but it turns out she was one of the um, one of um, his exes. One of oh. what's his face's exes? Scott right. Pilgrim's exes, mm-hmm. the rock singer, the the famous rock singer. Yeah, yeah. Who was dating uh, Brandon Routh? Okay. His vegan character in the movie. I thought that um, was yeah. I thought that was the girl that played Egg in um, Arrested Development. No, that was the the woman who dated uh, what's her name. Um, she was one of the exes of the, the the woman the that Scott Pilgrim was trying to get with. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mona. Man, it's she been so one, so long since I've seen it. It's very great complex. movie though. Yeah, let's recap on that. That's a great movie. So mm-hmm. okay, so yeah, this was it. We we board the uh, the Rio ship. We meet. Rios, he seems mm-hmm. like a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's seen some shit. He has a clean ship, you know, so they don't put him like, oh, I don't do things the way you do, Picard. It's like, no, you do stuff. You double, you double dumb Starfleet on this ship. That's what you do. <laughs> and I'm like, you're using that wrong. That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. And even in, uh, check the archives, you are using it wrong. So I think I'm double dumb right. 
<laughs> everyone else, I'm going to double, double, double outswear everyone around me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll double engage on this. Mm. Mm. Um, so, yeah, also Hugh introduces Soji as well. So we get to see Hugh a little bit, which is great mm-hmm. that they got the original actor. Yeah. I love the makeup job they've done with him because, yeah, he was messed up and it's not all going to be Seven of Nine super clean. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, Seven of Nine should look a little more, um, you know, Frankenstein herself, but mm-hmm. whatever. They, they could probably fix Hugh, but he's probably like, no, I want to remember who I am. Mm-hmm. Use the terms XBs, which I think XBorg. Okay. Um, which makes sense that people will be afraid of Borg because it's mm-hmm. like, what if drones come out of your things, your tentacles, and you kill us? Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't surprise me that there is hostility towards ex-Borgs, mm-hmm. uh, which is why, for whatever also reason, also B had to could make stand it. for the insect B. If you're from a hive, X-Bs? oh and yeah, and your drones. I mean, that's potentially. I don't know. What, it could be both. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so yeah, then they go on their adventure where they think Bruce Maddox is and Rafi joins. And here we go. We're on our way and we have a delicious story. We have like a really, and I just feel bad that I think we're not going to see our Romulan friends from the vineyard anymore. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. I really like them, but it makes sense, but I like them. So that's sad that we won't see them anymore. I wish they would go on their own little side mission or something. Right. I'm, but, uh, I, I think they'll. I'll think that. I think we will see them again. I mean, I've seen two episodes since then, but you're right. If if Picard isn't going back to Earth, they're not very relevant. So yeah. So you know, to sum up, I'm really digging it so far. Mm-hmm. I really like the look. I like the style. I like that things are a little messy. I, you know, some of the, I, I, I'm not crazy about the whole, it's not a utopia. It's like regular things. It's like, well, that's not what we were told. And I think that's something you could have adjusted for. Right. Like, you know, she doesn't have to have a vineyard, but I don't like the idea. It's like, I'm stuck out here with nothing. It's like, you could have jumped careers, couldn't you? Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't the idea that like to have the utopian they describe, people had to kind of be a little less assholey, you know what I mean? Right, yes. Like a little more understanding. You can't have people just being like today mm-hmm. or that stuff won't happen. So people right. have to be a little more sympathetic, even if they're doing well, the wrong thing, but I for mean, the right reason. In Deep Space Nine, you had people that weren't part of Starfleet and they were living decent lives. Like Cisco's dad is still running his restaurant. And, you know, it's like, you yeah, want exactly. to do this thing? You can do it. It's like, it yeah, it'd be like, so lady, why don't you just do the thing? Yeah, do the like, thing. You know, you want, want to be a basket weaver? Here. Be a basket weaver. Yeah, thanks to replicators, you can have steak every night. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like don't fucking shame, don't rich shame Picard. But yeah. a nice house. Mm-hmm. Uh, get your own nice house. Tell yeah, you know, replicate file the one. paperwork. <laughs> file the paperwork with whoever. Hey, I mm-hmm. want a nice house. Give it mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ask, and that's how it works. Here, here's work. your mansion. It's utopia. Uh, yeah, but like, I'm digging this show so far. I mm-hmm. like it. I, I like that. You know, I was afraid it was just going to be okay. Well, we're, you know, we're just going to continue the series. It's not the continuing missions. It's just like, it's this whole new thing. It's its own thing. Mm-hmm. Different field. Dig it. Dig it. Mm-hmm. Dig it. I'm glad you like it. Like it. You know, I thought it was fine. Like, again, I was kind of focusing a lot of the stuff that I was confused about or didn't like. Um, but I, 
I watched both seasons of Discovery, and I, I enjoyed Discovery as well. And I was kind of impressed with how Discovery kind of upped the ante of the quality of acting and the, the, the way they did the storyline. And it was all very, very a serialized show, whereas yeah. the original series, uh, Next Generation, all that stuff episodic. was very episodic. Yeah. And having it be serialized, you not only get the opportunity um, uh, to tell better stories than the original series, you definitely get an opportunity to tell better stories than you see in these movies. Because the movies, like, you just don't get to develop anyone's character. But now you yeah. get to all of these characters, everyone in the show, which I think is fantastic. Well, the movies are based on, like, the having knowledge going in of mm-hmm. the characters, you know. So, but when you have, like, characters brand new, it's like, I know who they were, but you're changing them now. Right. And you're making them do the captain who just got out of Starfleet, which is bullshit. It's double mm. bullshit. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, and... Oh, geez. But they were doing serial stuff, too, with DS9. They were definitely serialized in DS9. It was a mix. Yes. And um, Enterprise started to do that in the in the third season, definitely. Right. And in the fourth season, it did, like, these three-episode oh, arcs of things. Well, and yes. The, you did see an evolution of characters starting in Next Generation. And, yes, in the later seasons is, is when you started to see that. Um, but, again... We're doing that way more with Discovery and and Star Trek Picard, so I, I'm liking that aspect of it. So I'm I'm five episodes into it. We just reviewed the first three, so I'm glad you're you, you seem to enjoy it more than I do. So great, uh, I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah, I'm digging it. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a, I'm a little trepidatious because I've you know well you know you read those headlines about the well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm digging it. All right, so that's the first three episodes of Picard. Yeah, uh, they were we, double, double dumb good. <laughs> double damn good. Double damn good on you <laughs> for watching. Um, so, Carlos, during this time, I've uh, I've been off of Facebook, which, by the way, I recommend to anyone who feels isolated, don't go to Facebook to feel social. Text, phone call, FaceTime your best friends, or maybe people you haven't talked to in a while. But I'm I'm in I'm encouraging one-on-one conversation with people you know and trust. I think that's the best way to get through this. Not hear the poison from people maybe you differ with politically and stuff, or oh, the news and stuff on Facebook. So I recommend reaching out to people that uh, as an individual. Uh, second, um, reading books. Uh, I never thought I'd be a big book advocate, snob, whatever. But I just recently completed a 25-year-old Star Trek The Next Generation book. And it is uh, by Peter David, and it's called Q Squared. Oh, uh, yeah. You ever read that? I think I did. What happens in it? That's uh, featuring Trelane from the original series. Oh, I don't think I read that. I read one where it kind of wraps up the whole Q idea very well as far as what Q's whole gambit was from Jump. Uh, and I can't remember which Q book that was, but it there's was really a, good. There's a few more. There's another a couple that Peter David wrote. One was IQ, and another was called Q and Law, where he gets involved with Loxana Troy. Uh, but anyway, this one, Q Squared. Um, I think IQ is the one I read. Really okay. good. I think John Delancey may have co-written that one with Peter David. But anyway, Q squared, the characters from the episode Squire of Gothos, Squire of Gothos from the original series. He, he dressed up kind of like Liberace, but yeah, he was I remember observing uh, Earth from you know, hundreds of millions of light years away. 
and he was seeing Earth from the Victorian era, I think. And so he was emulating oh. that. Anyway, long story short, uh, according to Q Squared, he is a member of the Q race. So Q kind of mentors him, and this guy gets out of hand because he's got this omnipotence. He's also got an emotional immaturity. He screws everything up. He screws up timelines, this and that, whatever. So Picard crosses paths with Trelane as well as Q, and you see three different timelines followed in this one timeline has Jack Crusher still alive and captaining the Enterprise with Picard as his first officer. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's a very intriguing book. It's uh, very well-paced. I highly recommend it to you, Carlos, and to anyone who's listening who followed this uh, Star Trek Picard review. Any yeah, recommendations I'll recommend, from you? I'll recommend, well, I'll recommend IQ. Excellent. Because it, it does a succinct job of telling you what Q's whole deal was from Jump. Um, I'll recommend going and taking walkabouts, mm-hmm. not interacting with people per se, but you, you know, take a walk outside. You're feeling claustrophobic, man. Get some fresh air. Just take a walk, like keep your distance, bring your mask if you want, if it makes you feel comfortable, but you know, just take a walk around the block. Just take a walk, you know, to somewhere, take take a walk outside. There are people outside, uh, you know, and just maybe seeing them makes you feel a little better. Just to know there are other people out there. Um, you know, and uh, what else? Oh, Harley Quinn, the animated series, which I've told you about, Alan, Mm -hmm. I highly recommend. It's uh, on the DC um, streaming service, but you know, if you're on a budget, you could really, you can find it on YouTube as well. Like, like a master list of all like different clips that put together, give you the entirety of the series. Okay. You can find on YouTube. Uh, Harley Quinn is hilarious. Cool. It's such a fun take on the DC universe. It's like, uh, if, uh, if they made a daredevil cartoon, but it was DC instead mm-hmm. and it started Harley Quinn and that is the show and it's really good. And the, what they've done with some of the characters, you know, how they've adjusted them and turned them. It's great. And the voice acting is great. You got Alan Tudyk, of course, playing two characters in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the leads Harley Quinn and poison Ivy, they're amazing. Everyone's great in the show. It's a really fun show. Sounds good. And just, you know, just look it up on YouTube if you don't have DC All Access. But DC All Access seems like a pretty damn good deal, you know, because I think not only do you get all the shows and all the movies, but you also get comic books, I think, mm-hmm. yes. DC All Access. I knew a you friend of mine is using well. it. So, yeah, there are quite a few DC comics available through that as well. So good stuff. All right. So let's sign off. And you, the listener, please subscribe, uh, share it with your friends. Uh, we're going to be doing a little more new content now that we are yep, sequestered. Yes. <laughs> but thank you now for joining double us. Double dumb trapped. You're double dumb trapped, you double dumb listeners. Yeah, double dumb assholes. <laughs> right. See you next time. Make we insulted so. everyone listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.